welcome to the Medicine for Modern Times podcast. I am your host, Rich Lister. Hi, and thank you for listening this week, probably week. Um, my name is Rich Lister. I am your host on me monologuing about stuff that interests me. Um, so, this week I'd like to talk to you about neuroplasticity. It is a real word, it's actually a thing, it's not something I've made up. And this neuroplasticity term, this concept, is one that is relatively new. It's, um, it's your brain's way to reorganize itself through the environment, behavior, thinking, emotions, all of that stuff stored in your brains and how it reorganizes itself with your, how it reorganizes itself to optimize your mind and body for processing um, whatever's going on around you. And this happens throughout your entire life, sometimes, sometimes deliberately, sometimes um, completely passively. But all through your life, you're growing this neuroplasticity, sometimes in certain ways, sometimes in really like narrow ways. Um, it used to be thought that your brain, once your brain was formed, it was a done deal. This is what your brain did. This is how you functioned. This is how you did. Um, the can't teach old dogs new tricks is based on this thought that your brain is static. We now know, thanks to this guy called Norman Dodge, who was from the University of Toronto, he did um, loads of research into the therapeutic potential of neuroplasticity. And because of him, we know that the brain is in fact plastic. Plastic means that it can be changed and adapted and moulded into what it needs to. And it's really useful to know that, especially if you're dealing things with... um, a medical head-on so we know that our brains can adapt to things like strokes parkinson's autism and adapt around those limits to create a an experience that is as unaffected as possible by these conditions that can have interesting effects on our world and so knowing that your brains brains are plastic and can evolve and adapt is really useful to know because that means you're not stuck in one behavioural style, you're not stuck in one way of reacting, processing or doing anything about anything with your brain. So you're not stuck in just doing the same thing all the time. You're not just going to sit behind a computer all day and press keys and Excel spreadsheets. You can do anything you want. And to rewire your brain, the only thing you need to do is change your behavior. That's how you reprogram your brain. In a computer, you type lines of code into it. With a dog, with yourself, it's rewiring your brain by your behavior, doing lots of micro actions to break your bad habits and to reinforce the ones that you want to be successful in. So this all happens in two parts of your brain. Hippocampus, which isn't actually hippo, it's a little bit at the bottom of your brain, and that's all that's all can do with long-term memory and spatial memory, and the cerebellum, which is the or the um, coordination of muscle memory. So it's um, you know, if you put your hand in your file and you burn your fingers and you um, jerk your hand back, that's muscle memory. 
uh, when you play sport for a long time, you see it off. You see it lots in sports people that um, if you throw a football at them, they will instantly respond to it. How they've been trained to do it, whether it's holding it, stuck it under their arm. If you're American footballers, if you're a soccer player, they let it bounce off their chest down to their feet without even thinking about it. Basketball players as well. As soon as they get the ball thrown at them, they hurt it, and straight away their brain's gone into looking around to see where the ball's going, see where the threats are. Really, really powerful ways of training behaviours is by doing um, this muscle memory. But we do it a lot with sports and things like that. So these four parts of the brain are responsible for your memory. The hippocampus and the cerebellum being the two regions with the highest amount of neurogenesis that goes on there. This is where nerves are created, neurogenesis. Another good word. Only worth like 11 points in Scrabble, but still pretty good. And um, maybe 13 points. The reason these, t reason these great reasons of your brain are so important for your neuroplasticity is because they have um, loads of these things called granule cell neurons, which are what creates the massive amount of neurogenesis. It means they can grow, there's potential there to grow really well. It's like having a grow bag for your tomatoes, one full of sand, one full of specially formulated soil for tomatoes. You know where your, your tomatoes are going to grow best in the tomato soil, where your brain cells are going to grow best, best in your brain full of these granule cell neurons. So uh, this is really interesting to see because if you've got these lots of these granular cell neurons available, then you can have lots of um, neuroplasticity available to you, you know, and you can make new neurons easily. How do you make these neuro these neuro these granule cells? Well, you need to practice having the need for them because your body doesn't do anything without a need. If it needs something, it'll make something. That's how it works. So. There's a study done on um, London cabbies and um, guys who drove the big red buses. You've seen them all, the black cabs go everywhere, all the big red buses that you see all over London. Buses tend to run the same route day in, day out. Cabbies go all, all over the place. So cab drivers, when studied, showed that their brains have bigger hippocampus than the bus drivers because the cabbies spend more time having to th um, having to use their spatial memory to get around and work out where they're going so they're always they've got a higher neuroplasticity because they're having to adapt constantly to everything around them bus drivers also have a relatively large um, hippocampus because they're having to look out for all the people that walk out in front of them and drive past them at city angles and stuff in London but cabbies have slightly bigger which is really interesting to see so to help you grow your hippocampus and cerebellum to make sure that you're having really good neurogenesis so you can be really good with your neuroplasticity, uh, the first place is start having lots of new experiences. By sticking to the same routine day in, day out, you don't have to grow any new cells. You can literally function like a robot and you're more than a robot, you're a human being unless you are a robot. Hmm. But anyway, if you're a human being, you are looking for new experiences. And they don't have to be massive groundbreaking ones. They can be taking a different route to work. They can be going out somewhere different for lunch. They can be uh, taking up a new hobby or lifting a different set of weights at the gym. Doing something slightly different day in, day out that changes constantly is what will build a more responsive and more resilient brain. 
finding clarity is a really powerful tool for sorting out your brain and making sure it's got really good neuroplasticity is uh, making sure you're calm. And finding clarity isn't just in the moment. I like working in the moment because that's where a lot of my training is. And I work, like working with the ABC method. Um, are your airway good? Can you breathe? Is your breathing good? So can you breathe in and out through your nose? Nice long, four seconds in, four seconds out. That means your unconscious mind and your programming knows you can be alive for another three minutes without any more oxygen. Because that's what we know. we know. We know that three minutes without oxygen kills you. Three minutes, uh, sorry, three days without water kills you. Three weeks, three months without food kills you. And by making sure those three needs are met, your unconscious mind straight away, okay, now I can work out what, this, what else is going on. So finding clarity through the need to make, make yourself calm by making sure your breathing is nice and clear. Slightly harder in Australia, and that's why there's be quite a lot of stress out there um, in the next few months because there's so much um, smoke and yuck in the air. Making sure you can breathe clearly, making sure you've got water. So having a water bottle around is really useful, not just to make sure you're hydrated, hydration rocks, but also to make sure your unconscious mind realises that there's water nearby. And make, make sure you eat every day as well. Skipping days of meals is never good, and making sure that you are eating in a coherent fashion that's not going to mess with your body those are three really powerful tools to make sure your body starts to be calm and your mind starts to be calm and then you can start looking at clarity and how you can build clarity into your future looking at where your passions are looking at what your challenges are where your strengths are what you're most proud of and things you value most in the world what goals you want to achieve and how you want to achieve them when you want to achieve them what your values and where they where do they sit and those and you around you, what things define you, and all these different things that I'll put a worksheet up would be very useful, honest, but all this all this sort of stuff. And then once you've got these ideas of what are important to you and how you can find clarity through them, then you know how you're going to angle your life and you can work towards a goal. Goals are super important because without a goal, we just exist. We're designed to have a goal, be that goal surviving to the end of the day because there's a saber-toothed tiger going to eat me, or is that goal hunting and killing the brontosaurus so we've got something to eat? This all works on a very deep neurological layer that's like old as old. So we need to make sure we have a goal. Yes, there's not a lot of Trinosaurus rexes to go out hunting at the moment, but we can look at goals on, okay, I want to make sure that I'm earning X amount of money by 2022, or I want to be make sure, making sure that I'm living in LA by 2023. Um, I've bought buying a new house. Or I've got a meaningful relationship, or I've proposed to my partner, or whatever it is that your goal in life is. Make sure that you have it in a clear, concise way that you can achieve it. Not just pie in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to earn ten million dollars next year. No, how how are you going to achieve this ten million dollars? Because if you know how to do it, then you can action on it. Action on it. If you can see a path from A to B, then that's it. Brilliant. If you can't see a path, if the path is nebulous and not formed, then your unconscious mind's not going to be able to grasp hold of it. It's not trying to find a unicorn. You're never going to be able to hunt a, hunt a unicorn, even more, even less likely than you are to be able to hunt a Trinosaurus rex if you don't know how to hunt the Trinosaurus rex or the unicorn. So having a clear path on where you're going to get your goal is really, really powerful. So you know, I've talked about how to 
set a goal and get clarity with your breath and your food and your water. Being, getting your, putting your, putting yourself into positions where you can grow new, new neuro pathways is cool. Because when you grow new, new neuro pathways, your body starts to get excited. And when I say body, I mean all of your anatomy and will dump the good hormones onto you. The ones you want to get, the dopamines, the oxytocin, the, um, endorphins the serotonin they get produced more and taken up in the right ways so you can actually start to feel good about yourself so some really good ways to increase your neurogenesis and therefore increasing these good releasing of hormones is by making sure you're in a community whatever your community is for you it could be a world of warcraft guild it could be hanging out with your mates in the pub in the pub it can be your family it can be paintballing at the weekend with strangers. Whatever your community is, make sure it's important to you and it works for you because we are wired to be social creatures. We're not wired to be sitting in a small dark room watching Netflix all the time. We need to go outside and we need to meet other people. Whatever it is for you that feels safe for you, go and do that, but do it with other people. By trusting people, by being around people, our minds grow new, new neurons our brains grow new neurons so we can process more information so we can be more responsive to different situations and by doing that dopamine gets released serotonin is, is released neuroepinephrine gets taken in so we don't have as much of that stress hormone going on so all of this stuff is really good by being social and around people doing things that next next thing doing things that challenge you that uh encourage your growth be it volunteering be it rock climbing something that pushes you out of your normal routine that's a challenge is really good be it whatever it is that's that is a challenge to you if you don't like getting on the getting on a bus try getting on a bus if you don't do any exercise and actually walking for five minutes every day is a challenge for you get up do that five minute walk and by the end of the week, you'll be doing eight minutes and then you'll know there's an improvement and your body will improve, your mind will improve, your energy will improve. And those hormones that make you feel good will be dispensed by your brain because that's what it's programmed to do. And looking at, oh, sorry, I covered the last one, next one in um, the previous one, giving back, volunteering, giving value to those in your community, whatever your community is. Um, that really, really helps, again, build that community part of your nervous system and those neuro pathways will be generated and neurogenesis will happen. And because there's more nerve cells there, there's more processing power, your, your neuroplasticity is more available to you when you need it. Last one is health. Health, your diet, your exercise, as well as your mental and emotional health is really important for making sure your neurons are fine correctly. If you want to make sure you're growing neurons, eating extra spinach always helps. That magnesium and folate is really what um, neurons have grown with. There's, it's in other stuff, but spinach is easy. And it's got a Popeye metaphor that I was going to try to work in somewhere. I haven't quite worked out how to do that yet. Um, exercise by moving your body, if it's... Uh, lifting weights in the gym, if it's running a marathon or 5K or whatever it is that you do for exercise, your body generates more of the good hormones, more growth hormone, more um, of the hormones that you need, be it testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, whatever. 
which means your body is more relaxed, even though it's stressed acutely. It's stressed acutely in ways it's designed to be stressed. So you get the release of the hormones that increases your mood, increases your focus, and makes you feel better about human beings and the world in general and yourself. So the better you eat, the more exercise you do, will it also improve your mental and emotional health because those things are your is where your bodies are programmed to do stuff. And as you hit those growth markers, your goals, your community, whatever it is you've chosen to involve yourself with, then you will start to feel better in the world. And this is all not to be done in one big foul swoop because it's New Year, New Year, January, sod that. It's taking in tiny, tiny, tiny micro steps I don't expect you to suddenly sign up to ballroom dancing and go and hang in a room with 50 other people. I expect maybe reach out, send an email, give them a text, whatever. So you start moving towards that and make sure you action those things to reach your goals, to build the community that you want, to build the experience you want for your body and mind. So take these little steps and because you're taking little steps, you'll be having little actions micro actions and you'll be having micro victories and micro victories are where the wins are so you're not going to be all of a sudden doing all the things straight away that's not how the life works but you will find that um, incrementally you're having tiny tiny little micro victories and these micro victories will build these neurons or have this neurogenesis happening around them so you're more likely to have these victories happen again because you're programming yourself by being successful in tiny ways to be successful in big ways because the more you look after the little things in your world the more easy the big things to look after because all the big things are lots of little things the more successful you are with your micro victories the more successful you are you'll be you will be with your macro victories and the macro victories won't necessarily be a macro victory there'll be a micro victory that just happens after another thousand micro victories and you will be succeeding in where you need to be because you've taken the time to train your brain in the ways it needs to be trained to build the neurons, to have the neurogenesis going on, to have the neuroplasticity, to adapt to the situations you are in so you can find your micro victories within those situations. By making sure you are living in as much now as possible is really important for your brain to be having positive neurogenesis. Because if we're starting to worry about, oh my God, last week I went to the gym ten, to, I went to the gym five times and followed the routine, and this week I, he's got me swimming and running and on the cross trainer, and I haven't lifted um, a deadlift this week, and blah blah blah, blah. or worrying about not hitting your um, your bicep growth goals or whatever it is you're worried about then your brain isn't focusing its attention on what it can actually change right now. If you're getting anxiety about not following the routine to get the goals you want from the gym, follow the routine to get the goals you want from the gym and change something else in your life. Because if you're having anxiety about it, you're moving yourself away from the present. So you're starting to worry about stuff you don't really have influence over because you can't change the future. You can only change the right now. So if, you, if you're worried that you're not hitting your goals in the gym because you're not doing the workout because I've told you something different, go and hit the goals in the gym so you get the goals hit met you want. That's a really good goal. Go and do that. And that way you're, you take that anxiety off yourself and you can focus on actually doing a good lift opposed to worrying about that. But I'm not doing the lift. So focus on the things you can control in the right now 
and learn from the things in the past that have wound you up or you think you could do better. So you know not to do them again. Or if you do them, if you do do them again, do them, do them badly again differently so you learn something else. It's all about learning. That's what um, mistakes are made for. So you learn how not to do them again. And that's how everything works. Mistakes happen. This is how humanity learns. We make mistakes. We learn from the mistakes. The foolish thing comes that if you exhibit foolish behaviour by not learning from a mistake, then they're going to keep happening and you're still going to have the same problem. So learn from any mistakes you've made, any misspoken words, anything that you feel cringy about. See where the fault was with yourself. because It, it must be a fault with you that you're feeling cringy about it. See where you could learn not to do that and accept that you won't do that again. Forgive yourself for it. Move on. Easier said than done. Practice it. It's all practice. The more you practice it, the more you grow those cells, grow those neurons, that neurogenesis grows in your brain and you become a more and more powerful practitioner of you. I thought I'd spoken really quickly. So that's a, there's some really good tools to uh, to start to grow your brain in ways that are useful for you and powerful for you by prompting, promoting the neurogenesis in a way that suits you. So, yeah, I hope that's helpful. There will be a webinar on this because I like doing webinars. And as this is going out, probably Monday, the 13th of January, then I do have a webinar on habit hacks this Thursday at 6 p.m. Um, Greenwich time, or that's what, 10 a.m. Pacific or 1 p.m. Eastern, maybe? I think so. It's on my website, medicineformoderntimes.com. It's free. Go and sign up. If you can't make it, I understand um, I'll send you a copy of the video and the audio. If you have questions that you'd like answered about habits and how to modify your behaviour to get good ones or get rid of ones that don't suit you, please email them in to me and so I can answer those questions for you on the web webinar. It's uh, rich at medicineformoderntimes.com or rich at richardist.com or at medicineformoderntimes on Instagram. I haven't worked out Twitter yet or anything else. So, yeah give me a shout i look forward to seeing you on the webinar because it's free it doesn't hurt to be there and have an amazing rest of your day big love